Hello again, listeners, subscribers, viewers, and uh, the people finding us for the first time. With you, as always, I'm Top Toes. And I am your co-host, Annie, and you are listening to the Oh Those Toes podcast. This is hey, the Oh Those so- Toes. Oh, go ahead. Well, <laughs> so I always continue. Um, so the last episode, I don't know why I said that part really quietly, and I sounded really sad. This is the Oh Those Toes podcast. I was like, I'm Annie. Featuring Eeyore and Top Toes. <laughs> well, you know, this this, anyway. is the, this episode is the we're caffeinating on the fly because we decided to just wake up. Um, we won't tell you that it's actually a rational time of day and we're just lazy fucks, but we did just wake up, got our guest work through some technical difficulties i am pumping myself full of coffee and we're ready to go and i'm making these gestures on something that's going to be a the, my own video screwing me up here <laughs> we just happen to be using zoom today because of some issues we we're having and um yeah here we are so yeah. <laughs> before we just bullshit through this let us introduce our guest joining us from florida he told me the name of the town i've already forgotten he can tell us again when he introduces himself the amazing photographer souls dynasty soul dynasty soul um, dynasty this the one and only dynasty uh, yes yeah, it's jacksonville florida thank you <laughs> yes uh it's one of those towns where you really only come here if you know someone already it's not I like thought jacksonville oh no i'm thinking jacksonville north carolina yeah there is a, i've been there too but it's better yeah. than jacksonville here but which, you know. which one of you has the football team uh jacksonville florida okay so you got a football team that's something it's a yeah, reason that's for well. people to show up somewhat of a football at, team but, you know at least 14 other people come into that town once a week right true <laughs> they're the opposing <laughs> football team but i was like 14 people like oh the fucking team <laughs> yeah so it's a uh, jacksonville is one of those places where it is what you make it you know it's not like uh we don't have like any like main attractions itself for really the football team there's potential though but what you do have is beautiful weather sun all the time a great environment for shooting you know what i i I can't uh, disagree with that i definitely can't we have uh great weather all year it's just the uh other than the humidity it's uh pretty good it's uh it's always sandal season so I definitely can that. We we just had our uh, flip flop episode where we talk about the pros and cons of flip flops. Can we ask you like where you stand on that? Like, how do you feel about flip flops? Ooh. Um. Okay. With that, it depends. Um. Always felt like with flip flops, yeah, they may look nice, but I feel like wearing them too much could be bad for your feet. You know what I mean? Um. But other than that, it looks nice, you know. But... Do you, you like ever look at somebody in flip? Because you probably see flip flops like all year round, probably. Mm-hmm. Do you ever like look at somebody in flip flops and think like, "God damn, she's sexy," or "That's sexy," or "That foot is sexy"? Yeah, yes, I do all the time. Actually, you know what? Uh, what does it for me are the um, I'm not sure what they're called, but they're like the hard bottom flip flops, not the rubber kind. That you may see people wearing, maybe like at the beach or whatnot. But they're like a, I, I cannot explain. They're like a hard bottom, and I just like the way they look on the feet when um something in more of a leather sandal, it's yeah, something a little more. Mm-hmm. Like, like a can- like we were talking about canvas bottoms, like a leather bottom. Um, yeah. No, no, no. Um, more like a dress flip flop. Um, hmm. what's the uh platform? No, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'm gonna we, stop guessing. We, I'm yeah, gonna we're stop just guessing. Keep throwing words at soul and see what <laughs> yeah, sticks, or we can just move on. So, a, a nicer sandal, <laughs> like, no, not so no, much on the no. rubber flip flops, 
but yeah. nonetheless you you're out there and you've got exposed feet all the time and that's totally your thing you're uh you're liking that right okay so yeah. we've been on this uh you know episode like i don't know fucking 30 minutes already no not really but oh, and five. we still don't know who soul dynasty is i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're going about this all kinds of backwards we always do this. We always do this. Oh my gosh. Um, no, really, Soul Dynasty, thank you. Welcome to the show. Um, I we we really wanted to have you on because you are an extremely talented photographer. Um, and I think we have a lot of photographers in the community, but you stand out in a way that a lot of the other people don't. Um Mostly because I feel like you grabbed my attention because you photograph souls and you have a certain style that's very specific to you. And then you photograph women on the street. You don't necessarily photograph quote unquote foot models. So tell us a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about what you do and we'll go from there. Well, as you say, like I say, I'm Soul Dynasty. And you know, the funny thing about how I came up with that name, I'll tell you this. So I was a, a huge fan of uh, Kung Fu flicks, like, back in the day. I still am. And one day when I first started, I was like, I got to come up with a name, something catchy that suits me. So I just happened to turn over, look at the movie shelf. I saw uh, uh, the cover of a Kung Fu movie, and it had... Uh, I think it was like a Kung Fu Dynasty on there. And then I was like, I like Souls. Let me put that together. So I just said Soul Dynasty. So I got that idea from a Kung Fu box. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I came up with that. Wow. And then, uh, ran with it. Did it have like, so the Kung Fu movies, you know, they do the fucking fly kick. Like, did it have like a foot going towards the camera? Like, <laughs> uh, you know what? You're, you're on to something. That's, that's a, uh, that's a good idea. I'm gonna have to uh, do something with that. <laughs> if anybody can pull it off, it's you for sure. <laughs> well, yes. Um, with me, as far as like my style of shooting, um, I just try to do what represents me best. I don't like to look at everybody else and be like, "Oh, I want to do what they're doing and look how they look." So I always try to be uh, specific in what I do to try to remain true to my style and what works best for me. And the fact that I have a background in photography helps me understand as far as like what good lighting is and things like that, which makes the quality of the photo better. So, so you're not also, just, sorry, keep going. And it also um, helps me realize that a lot of times what may be good lighting for shooting like headshots isn't the same lighting that you might need for doing foot photography. There's a difference. Oh, I love that. I love you know, that. Um, that's one thing that some people should gravitate towards and getting that type of knowledge and it'll make everything a lot better. You know, and um, so with that uh, being said, you know, that's what um, Soul Dice is all about. You, know. so, so you study photography. Hmm? Yes. Sorry, Annie and I are having a little trouble with our timing here. Uh, so you studied, you studied photography before you, well, at least before you started to apply it to the foot fetish scene. I'm assuming you probably had the foot fetish for a while back. But yes, I um. Oh, I'm sorry. And you've got, you've got an actual like. Um, SLR, DSLR camera. I don't know how long ago you started with this, but you're you're a camera guy. Yes. Okay. What is the impetus to just you know actually start putting yourself out there and start shooting this kind of stuff? How does that come about? Well, it all started. Um, you want to know my origin, like with my photography period, or just the foot photography, or all of it, I'm everything. All right, so, you know, what started with my photography was um, 
some years ago, uh, what I used to do on all my off days, I would just walk around with my phone. This was before phones started getting very advanced. I would just walk around like I was just a regular photographer with a with a camera. I'm walking around taking pictures of bugs, uh, people, architecture, everything like that. And I would start posting it on Instagram. So then one day when I finally was able to afford a camera, I think my fa- first camera, uh, I can't remember exactly. It was a Rebel something. It was very old. It was like 75 bucks. So then I started with that. And then I just started teaching myself how to use it. And then... Um, until one day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to uh, start trying to apply this to my fetish. But the only thing about that was I didn't know how to actually approach a woman about taking pictures of her feet without her being weirded out. So yeah, that seems like a problem. Yeah. Well, I, so, I, I, I want to like, like get, I really want to get into that. Um, because that's also one of your many talents, right? I bet you get that question a lot. Like, how do you get mm-hmm. all these, like, vanilla, like vanilla, you know, like, non-fetish, non-foot fetish women to take pictures? Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to just go back to, like, a little bit of a personal question here. So you've known you had a foot fetish, like, all along? Or did that develop as you got older? Honestly, I didn't know I had one because... I, I can remember being like four years old and I loved like legs. That was the first thing I knew I liked. I was always a leg guy. And when I used to go to church on Sundays, that was like my favorite day because I could see all the women in heels <laughs> and stockings and shit. <laughs> yeah, I had a ball, you know. But then um, it wasn't later until towards the end of high school years I was like 18 and I was working at um Sam's my local Sam's club I don't know if y'all have that there where you are we do yeah yeah Yeah, we do and I just like noticed myself just like looking at feet kind of hard I'm like like what is this like I I I just I don't know if it was just a certain shoe someone had on or a pedicure. I just noticed that I was paying more attention to feet than usual. So I think somehow that kind of developed from the whole leg fetish thing with it being down there connected, you know. Right. I but, wonder how the how the Waltons feel about, you know, them personally being responsible for making this guy feel better. <laughs> Damn Walton, it's your fault. Yeah, and you know, and you know, here down in Florida, with it being like flip flop and sandal season all year, that's that's all you see. Oh man, like all day, every day. So, you know, so, did, you, you so did you when you were looking at these feet, like kind of hard? Did you find that you were looking at a certain type more than others? I mean, because you definitely have a type now, I think. Well, for me, um, so here's the thing. My my foot fetish developed over time. Like, when I first noticed that I was looking at feet, it was always, like, the toes, like, the top of the feet. And um, more so if the feet were a little meaty. So, um... And then what ended up happening, then I then I realized I like arches. Then I would pay more attention to those. And then all of a sudden I'm like, now I'm looking at souls. So it's like I'm still finding out things about myself to this day regarding and that fetish. It evolves, right? It it keeps yes. growing and changing and we get I'm not going to say bored or tired, but like we get used to a certain thing and Mm -hmm. then we find the next exciting thing. So, um, yeah, I I mean, I can, I can relate. (laughs) And it's like, um, nowadays I even like, um, veins, 
some veins in the feet, depending on how, you know, the foot is. It, it depends. It's not just like a thousand veins on the top of the feet. It just, it just depends. Like, I guess I'm just particular. Oh, I don't think we've ever had anybody on the show that even mentioned veins. Yeah, yeah I, I've known a few people whose particular style um, or just, or, you know, their particular feet are veiny and they, they play to that and they take advantage of that. Um, but yeah, I don't know that I've ever spoken to anybody who's kind of had the whole thing for veins. I know plenty of models who cater to it, but it's an interesting, is that, does that sort of give you in your mind the idea of like a working foot, uh, a foot that's doing something? I've, I can't really articulate it any better than that. <laughs> Well, with me, um, it's 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 different things. Um, for me, it's one thing is sex appeal. Also, it represents uh, the everyday working woman. Um, and it's one of those things that people can learn to appreciate. One thing about it, I can say once a lot of women are aware of the things that guys like about feet, it kind of helps them appreciate their own feet, you know, the the flaws that they consider and what they consider not flaws. You right. Know, so. I've been for like a, a veiny um, forearms mm-hmm. for in men. Like, uh. like not, not a crazy amount, like uh, like, you know, my husband is very vascular. He works out so much now, like, there's just veins everywhere. Mm-hmm. So he's crossed the line. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, when there's a couple of veins, like, in the in the, in the the forearm part, like, I think it's really sexy in a man. So I can definitely see how that might be sexy for you in a foot. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I know from my experience with uh, getting a lot of, uh, attention from hand fetishes when when a photo has good tendons and a lot of veins that's that's what they like it's kind of the working hand yes so i can see where it translates yeah. for sure yeah mm-hmm. all right so um so now i want to know like let's get back into the the type of of models that you have like the type of women that you shoot and how you get, because, you know, there's a ton of men tuning in right now. Um, they tune in for different reasons. But in this episode, I bet you that everyone's tuning in to find out how the hell you get these women off the fucking street and at work and your boss to, like, <laughs> model for you. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what kind of talent is that? <laughs> Yeah, honestly, Jedi mind trick work. <laughs> that's exactly. uh one of those things that uh it's easy and tough at the same time. Like it's one of those things. It it depends on so when I speak to a female, the 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 way that she responds to me will kind of let me know how to uh, go about this conversation. Whether I can be like very direct or do I need to kind of take it slow, you know, and things like that. So amazing skill, like in just in life in general is such an amazing skill to have. Now, there's there's certain ways also that I can kind of manipulate a conversation also to kind of like talk about what I want to talk about. Like um, I say. One of the most, like, the craziest situations I was in with that was um, I was at a Walmart in uh, Savannah, Georgia. No, it was a, um, was it Kroger's? It was either Kroger's or Walmart. I think it was a Walmart. So I get up to um, the cashier. And, you know, a lot of the cashiers, they have their hands, the nails done and all that. So, yeah. <laughs> I just uh, strike up a conversation on how are you doing, how's your day going, how's your shift. Oh, by the way, I love your manicure, those colors, you know, suit your skin tone very well. So 
<laughs> she's like, oh, you know, thank you. You know, I try to keep them done all the time. I was, and then, you know, me, I come in like, I hope you keep the feet done too now. You can't just have the hands down without the feet. So that's that's manipulation number one right there. So then I guess that ego comes in. It's like, oh, I, I get my feet done like all the time. You know, don't try me like that and, you know, whatever. So I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, so I'm like, let me see. I kid you not. I did not expect this young lady to take her shoe and her sock off at the register. And I'm like, like, wow, like, can I have your number? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it was an amazing sight. So I was like, yeah, I I have to um, get her number so we can uh, talk and discuss everything. Some people are just like, bold with it. And then some people, what helps me with um, getting people is my background of photography also, because... If you have a background of regular photography, a lot of times people don't look at you as just some random foot creep. Like a yeah, right, like a creep just trying to get free pics, free foot pics, and yeah. free. Pics. So then they're like, okay, this guy is actually on to something. He's serious about what he does. You know, it doesn't seem like he is just you know some kind of foot stalker that's ready to just cut my feet off, take them to the house. Things like that, you know. (laughs) So that does help. And they actually see the way I do my photos. And they're like, okay, I like the way you do, you know, have an artistic form, the way you present feet and things. That also helps too. You know, so um, there's a number of different things of reasons why some women will let you take photos and won't. For the most part, I feel like a lot of women know what they will do. They have their boundaries. It's just a matter of how you approach them and the things that you say. You know. So, so. the fact that you have a, a photography background, I think that's probably the, the key thing here because you're absolutely right. If somebody came at me for any body part, not just feet, let's say fucking elbows, uh-huh. and they're like, like you have great elbows like can I photograph them I'd be like okay that's weird you know and (laughs) but if they showed me their like actual photography page which includes um different things like insects and architecture and landscaping or whatever Mm. um then I think okay this is just a creative individual and it almost like validates you without you like it you don't even have to prove yourself at that point because Right. You're already an established photographer, not just, you know, some guy off the street with a phone trying to make fo- elbow porn. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know um, what? Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, well, it also, I'm sure, really helps that you're very easy on the eyes. I mean, I know Top Toast doesn't know this, um, but he's a very handsome guy. I, so I believe that sure. there's. Uh, I believe there's a face on an avatar on some of the social media. I know what soul looks like. You know what? Um, some, I've actually had um, someone tell me that before. She was like, um, you know, the fact that you're a, a handsome guy also makes it easier for some of these women to uh, agree to you taking pictures of their feet. Yeah. And yeah. I, I never really thought about it like that. But when she said it, I was like, I mean, but I'm I'm real modest. I'm like I think I'm a I'm a decent looking guy, but somebody might think otherwise. I don't know, but I guess it it, it makes sense, you know, for the most part, because appearance is the first thing you can really go off of before a person even opens their mouth. Right. Yeah. So. The human body, the human mind, is just wired to automatically trust attractive people more. Yes. Right. Right. So, so you got that going for you. Um, uh, so I'm sure that helps. But um, also, there is an artistry to your work. So mm-hmm. is that, I'm sure that's on purpose, but like, let's get into that a little bit. Like, tell us a little bit about that. Like, how do you decide what 
is a good shot? Like, what do you see? What do you feel? What do you think when you're like, oh, fuck yeah, like that's the money shot? <laughs> well, first, when I see, I actually, even my foot shoots, I plan them like regular shoots. Some of them are on the fly and some of them are planned. What I do first, I uh, also, I start off on the look, the attire. First, I go off of the uh, the hair. I try to figure out what the person's current hairstyle is. Then comes the, uh, this is basically if it's somebody, I'll, I'm going to do uh, first people I don't know versus people I do know. Okay. So this is somebody I do know. If we plan something, I go off of the current hairstyle. Then comes the uh, the theme. Once we figure out the theme and the colors, then comes the location. That way everything can kind of line up and uh, go well, mesh well. So then after uh, when we can figure out the theme and the colors and the location, the location, uh, I picked that depending on the time of the day, which is because uh, I shoot natural lighting. So in the mood that I want. So that's um how I kind of like decide everything I want to do. But then I also um my style is I like to get like a lot of like vintage looking shots too. Like a uh, throwback looking like kind of 90s and back. It's just a an uh, an interest that I have, you know. And then as far as uh, people that I don't know, see, I it's kind of like on the fly. Like uh, I'm one person that wherever I go, I always pay attention to my surroundings. So in my city, I know of a lot of different places to get a lot of different shots, even if it's like a, a quickie, so to say. Mm -hmm. So pretty much uh, if it's someone I don't know and it's like a random uh, sporadic shoot, um, I just look at their attire, everything they have on, and I'd be like, okay, we should probably go here based on the colors that they have on, which would go well with a certain type of lighting and location. So it's uh, I've been uh, doing it long enough now to a lot of times automatically know where I would want to shoot you know, even just by uh, looking at someone, what they have on. Right, so at this point, it's like second nature to you. It just comes like super fast and natural. You you probably don't even have to think much about it anymore. Yes. That's, I mean, that's just the talent that there's, I mean, you have to really study it to imitate it. So, um, uh, yeah, yep. I mean, it's talent. I mean, what do you... <laughs> And, so, and what I, uh, I mean, oh, sorry. sorry, guys. Sorry to all the guys that were like coming on here to find out what that magic trick was. Yeah, <laughs> the, the magic trick is study hard, become a really great yeah. photographer, and then people right. will let you take their picture. Yeah, yeah I tell them all the time because you know, some guys they try to use the camera just to get like a free foot job or a free play, or they think that it's just a matter of. Oh, you're supposed to just be able to take pictures of anybody you want. When you, as soon as you walk up to them and say, "Hey, you have nice feet. Let me take pics," like it doesn't work like that. You Definitely, know? very unfortunately, there's a lot of actually probably not as many as we think, but they create the reputation that most guys out there are just hanging on to a camera and pretending they can shoot to get something out of a, a foot model. Right. It's, yes, and it, it makes it harder for some people that are actually legit about the fact they love, you know, uh, foot art. So some guys just paint a crazy picture for the rest of the community. And a lot of times I feel like that's not fair for somebody to have an idea about us like that. When a lot of us are actually genuine, you know. Hey, so my husband would kill me if I didn't ask you, what do you shoot with? Um, right now I shoot with a, uh, a Canon R6. It's a uh, mirrorless. That, that camera body is like $2,500. Um, <laughs> and 
and I also shoot with a um when I shoot feet, I shoot with a um an RF thirty five millimeter macro. See, here's the thing about a regular van, ran, a regular lens versus a macro lens. Macro lens is what allows you to get as close as you want and get in focus. Right. Yes, of course. Your standard lens is uh, you can only get up so close before it won't focus and everything is blurry. So, I will give a uh, a pointer to someone that's wanting to shoot macro. That's me. I want to shoot macro. <laughs> so I will say with macro lenses, when you get close up, yeah, it focuses, but it also has um, a natural blur. Any lens has a, a more of a natural blur when you get up like very close. So my advice is, are you, are you familiar with um, aperture number? Or f stop, yeah, a little called? bit, um, a little bit because my husband talks about it nonstop. <laughs> uh, yeah, I took I, I took my but, basic high school photography class, which was on SLRs uh, in the '90s, which you early identified as vintage. So I guess I'm vintage. I would have been working on some vintage cameras, but yeah, the old school. Yeah, so, uh, I, so uh, but I my I I want a macro because I like to shoot insects i like mm -hmm. to shoot little plants and little insects so with the macro lens is so expensive that i i haven't decided if it's worth it or not actually so, oh i'm sorry no go ahead go ahead it depends on what lens what macro lens you want though if it's wide angle or if it's a zoom lens because i know most zoom lenses are going to be a lot more expensive than a, a fixed lens that doesn't zoom I want. I think I want to zoom. I, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I have to. I have to study more. My husband gets on me because I don't study enough. Now, I will say, my uh, macro lens is a thirty-five millimeter. Okay. I use it because it's a, uh, it's a, a nice uh, wide angle. Of course, you know the lower the uh, lens number is, the wider the angle is. You can right. fit more in it, and then. I say my macro lens was uh 600. So, I mean, I don't know if that's what some people consider expensive or not. To me, that's not expensive based on the prices of, uh, of all else. the other lenses. Yeah. Yeah. And it also depends on if you're shooting full frame or a crop sensor or mirrorless too. So I say you can find a lot of macro lenses for 600 and under. Do you charge for your photo shoots? For my regular photo shoots, yes. For my um, foot photo shoots, that's just me having fun with art and my fetish, just showing feet as art, you know. And if I can help introduce someone to the community, I will. I noticed about your page that you don't have uh too many like like quote unquote like famous foot fetish models so it's all like either your friends people that you know people that you meet and occasionally you'll have a foot model in um now were these models that were already established or did you help them like get into the foot scene um so of course the uh the one Japanese model that I currently shoot with all the time. She's like my main model. She's my one that, she's my muse, someone that I could, any idea that I have, we can try. She can give me a lot of different looks depending on what I'm going for. I love now, the train. <laughs> yes, I live right by a train uh, <laughs> station, which comes like a thousand times a day. Um, <laughs> But I, you know what? I've learned to tune that out. I, so I don't even hear it a lot of times unless someone says, yeah. hey, there are trains. I just assumed it was on my side because I'm not that far from a train station either. So. <laughs> I'm actually pretty like pretty far from the train, but you can mm -hmm. wind carries it and you can really hear it in my bedroom. Uh, anyway, mm -hmm. sorry, sorry. <laughs> Very good. 
All right. Now, so, and photos and feet. We'll we'll get there. <laughs> so um so she so she's the one that gives you like you can do a, do a lot of different looks and a lot of different ideas that you have. You use her kind of as your muse. Okay, continue. Yes. Now, as far as um, it's been a while since I've um shot with anyone from the uh, that that was already in the foot community. Um, I've shot with um, uh, I cannot re I remember her current name, but it used to be uh, Footy Pebbles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I know. I remember her. I don't know if she's got a current page or not. But, yeah, she, I know you're talking about. Yeah, she, um, I want to say it was her uncle or grandfather or someone lives here in my town. So, usually when she comes to visit them, she'll usually contact me and let me know, hey, she's here or whatnot. Um, now, there is also um, some that I've shot with. I won't mention any names that. The ego is too big, and I prefer not to deal with that, you know. So that's one thing. I mean, me, I don't care how famous you are in the foot community, how good your feet look. I'm not thirsty to shoot you, so there's things that I won't settle for. I have, you know, morals and my standards and what I won't tolerate, you know. I like people that are humble in every situation. And you know? I... And like that about you because and I think that's why you and I have been able to have a, a slightly like there are conversations and things that we've shared that I don't normally do with anybody else like we've been able to get a little bit friendlier because mm -hmm. of that um because um you you give the same amount of respect that you expect and right. I that's admirable quality i love that in in people just people in general right and you know because of because of that um a lot of these the uh, foot models that say hey no dms or whatever their my their dm is always open to me because right the level of respect you know i don't even though they say i can hit them up at any time i still have balance i don't just be in their inbox like all day every day I mean, every now and then, hit them like, hey, you're doing a great job. Keep up the good work. Your content is fire. Keep it up. That's me. That's what I do. You know, I just like to encourage people and instead of just being in people's DMs, asking for, like, content all the time and, right. you know, things of that nature, what some of these guys do. But you know, it's just all about respect and, you know, having boundaries for yourself as well. His other right. people, you know, right? So, uh, yeah, these, um, of some of these models you've shot, or some of these people you've shot, who you found at random, mm -hmm. um, just passersby, just connections, just kismet that worked. Have you, uh, have you found any of them who then kind of come to like this whole scene and and brought uh, brought them over to our dark side, as it were? <laughs> you know, um. Actually, I will say, um, I don't know if you're familiar with, um, I, I don't know what her page name is now, but she gets deleted often, uh, Snowy Arches. Oh, Snowy yeah. Arches, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I brought her into the foot world um, some years back. And, you know, I found her by accident, actually. Shut up! <laughs> And it was she's online. Like fucking, fucking cool. Like, she's a fucking legend. <laughs> so I was on Facebook. I forget what I was searching up. And, you know, when you search something on Facebook, uh, a lot of, like, keywords pop up in different profiles and stuff. And that's how I came across her page with her, uh, I won't say her regular, her real name, but that's how I found her page. So I just, out of curiosity, just clicked on her page. Was looking. I was like, okay, just like snooping around. So I, I just made a bold move and just uh, sent her a message and you know just strike, struck up a conversation. And one thing led to another. I told her about my photography, you know, my foot photography and things like that. And she came out to be open minded about trying it out. So, um, 
actually the first day that I ever shot with her was at the same day that I met um do you know the uh foot model name? I think it was uh, only I think Ellie or Eli or oh, how yes, you pronounce Ellie. it. Um yeah, she's in Orlando. Yeah, I we follow each other on our our very, very personal, like non-fetish Instagram. Um, she just kept getting deleted a lot too. So I can't remember what her her IG name is. Yeah. Uh, it's not so, it's not placing for me, but any might know if I do know her or not from back in the day. Um, um I'm in the middle of the, the big Instagram recovery of uh trying to catch back up to everybody I used to talk to since my page got deleted, but mm-hmm. Yeah, we know but, we know what happens. It's happened to all hey, of us. I was the last one. Um, before I forget, uh, real quick, Snowy Arches is Snowy underscore Arches on Twitter. Okay. I don't know what her IG name is, but she's very active on Twitter. So. Oh, okay, um, and you know that right. I started using my Twitter page. Uh, I have an account. I posted recently for the first time in forever since I first created. I saw that. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? This is a this is a good time for us to ask you. Uh, you know, all the places people can can connect with you, look at your work, um, Instagram, Twitter, wherever else you put yourself out in the internet environment. It's um, I'm it's sorry, the, it's the same name on Twitter and um, Instagram. Soul underscore Dynasty nine zero four S O L E underscore Dynasty nine zero four. All right. So how um so you've got you you you've shot you've got Snowy into the game to be a big uh she caters to the long nail uh uh community of the within the foot fetish community. You've mm-hmm. got Ellie, you've shot with Footy, um anyone else that you want to shout um, out? I've shot with um uh what is her uh because she she barely posts now um you mentioned uh her i think you made some socks or something for her uh can oh, i think uh of toe rings. yes oh toe rings. Rings. of course we shot. yeah yeah, we shot. yeah. Lexi. We did that, did that one shoot Oh, that I don't was know great where she's shoot. at right now she she was taking a, a big hiatus you know, she's, she's not she's not on instagram anymore well if she's on instagram it's just a kind of an invite only page and it's not so much feet as it is personal stuff but she does post some foot content on there and it's not yeah too often. it's not too right. often but she's still around i and won't say her page because she's not no right. no but she's she's one of the few one of the first people from the scene that I ever actually had the opportunity to meet in person. Yeah, you've actually met her in person very early on in your quote. Very early. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, she's very nice. She's sweet. So sweet. Yeah. yeah. And that was actually a really great photo shoot. Um, I remember her telling me that she felt very beautiful in that in that shoot. So yes, I remember, um, um, in our first one of our first conversations that we had. Um, there was a mention of like us possibly having a photo shoot or something, or you mentioned something about a photo shoot. And I was like, Oh, never. I was like, I I would never because your models are absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. And I would just be entirely too intimidated. No. And you're absolutely gorgeous and beautiful also. So (laughs) you, you would be dope. You would be, I'm telling you, like you're, you're top notch. But I was see, you but are. I don't I've never seen myself that way. I mean, I'm I'm confident, I'm a confident individual, but I was just so like awed by all the people on your page and the way you shoot them. And they might be, and that's what you told me is that they might be like just kind of regular, just kind of average women with their own qualities and their own, you know, um I don't know, their own look. Mm. And that you could just capture that beauty. And I was just really impressed by that. Like, I thought that was really cool. And I was, of course, I'm flattered because mm. you have these amazing people on your page and you're telling it, me. You know what? It has, to, it has to happen. It has to happen. Yeah. I I um, have a, 
Florida is one of the places that I really need to get to because there's a lot, there's a couple different people that I need to see there. And I do have family in, I want to say it's, it's Brandon. So I want to say it's like 40 minutes to an hour away from Orlando. And I don't know how far away that is from you. Okay. Orlando is only like uh, two and a half hours. So yeah. See, so, but we'll meet halfway and, and do something for sure when I go definitely and you know what you have to do for me you have to bring some flats when we shoot oh gosh a man after his heart um Toptos he likes flats yeah you know what that guy I, I don't know where that came from like it was just something that I just all of a sudden realized that I love which is odd to me because flats to me are like I don't I don't associate sexy with flat shoes at all like I do not feel cute I feel cute in them I don't feel sexy in them I don't feel like uh you know like if I'm looking for something to wear to a party and I want to look good I will never ever wear flats like that's just uh I don't know what it is. I mean, they're cute and all. I just feel like I look frumpy and stumpy in them. And I think it's just because I'm short and I'm chubby. So I feel like it makes me look even shorter and even chubbier. I think so, me, I like, um, especially someone that has a, a, a deep arch. I love the way flats look on their feet because you can see like that arch a little bit on the side of the shoe. Yeah, it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly there. That's the other yeah. thing. Flats, flats notoriously just don't stay on people's feet. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a guarantee of shoe play. It's a guarantee of foot feet. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, that, yes. that is true. That is true. I definitely do a lot of foot play in shoe play in, in flats. Yeah. And especially I'll, if they have nylon, if especially if it's with nylons, mm-hmm. fuck no, those flats are not staying on. Like, it's hard. You know, um, one of my favorite all-time clips for you is um it was i think the title of it was uh under the desk like 30 minutes or something like that you have the uh navy oh. that yeah. you play for you that shit is that shit is golden it's golden i wish i'd had my iphone 13 at the time because the quality of that video is I'm not going to say it's bad, but it's not the best because it was the front camera mm-hmm. uh, of an older phone. So, but yeah, I just kind of put my phone there and I forgot about it sometimes. And then I pose for it a little bit when I would remember. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a pretty, pretty popular one. And uh, speaking of iPhone, I'll get, let you in on a little fun fact. Depending on the shoot, Sometimes I use my camera. Sometimes I use my um, 13 Pro Max. But some wow. people may not, may or may not be able to tell the difference, but I use either or depending on the situation. Well, Top Toes shoots with his phone mostly. Um, yeah. So I, mean, I'll I don't look- consider myself Soul's level of uh, photographer, but yeah. yeah. Every, everything I've shot has been iPhone 8. I'm waiting to waiting a bit too long to upgrade but that's his own but story you, you know what one thing about me is um i feel like everyone is a photographer in their own rights there's no wrong or right way to shoot you can shoot whatever you choose to shoot with doesn't make you less of a photographer it's you know the mindset behind it and everything like that that's how i, I feel about that i've always felt that way um i will take- say knowing Mm -hmm. you know i will say that knowing the shots that i've taken that i like the the photos the whole shoots i've taken that i like that i'll do on it uh in in good natural light especially when you got some good blue sky Mm -hmm. i love the way the iphone photos come out yeah that's where it's really dialed in i I Mm -hmm. take that to the beach and it is completely dialed in and the tones are great and the the reflections and the light is great yes Uh, I yeah, don't have the 13, so I've got shit for low light. <laughs> there's um there's uh there are many photographers 
that I that I follow, not in the foot fetish community, just in general, that have like the big fancy cameras and their work is 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 basic at best. And I'm like, how can you shoot? How do you shoot this shitty with such great equipment? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. But that, I mean, it goes back to what Soul Dynasty is saying is that you can be a great photographer. It's just you have to have a good eye for it. You don't necessarily need all the crazy equipment. I mean, don't get me wrong. Absolutely, it helps. And, uh, you know, my husband would not be able to take such great photos without his equipment. Um, But you can definitely capture some good stuff with your iPhone. So before the iPhone, I know you were mentioning earlier off off the recording that um, you're you're new to the iPhone world. So before you were an Android guy. Yeah. See, I wasn't really shooting. Uh, well, when I first started, I was shooting, uh, with my Android phone. Like when I first, if you scroll all the way down to my first shots, I was just, uh, Android phone. I didn't get a camera until like, I think it was like 2014 or 2015 was when I got my first camera. And even then, when I got my first camera, I was still afraid to start using. I was still using my phone. I was like, man, I'm just stick to what I know right now. But I'm like, you know what? I spent <laughs> money on this camera. I got to force myself to start using it. And I put in a lot of man hours just messing around with the camera, trying to see what works, what doesn't work. And that's something you have to do when you're shooting with less. I feel like a lot of times you gain a lot more knowledge that way for then when you start upgrading and getting more pieces of equipment, you still have that basic knowledge of how things work Mm -hmm. and it helps you in the long run. Yeah. You've got to fall back on, on basics. You know, you can have all the fancy equipment of the world. If you don't know your basic things, blocking light, et cetera, all the things you've talked about to it with us for 25 minutes or more, you don't know that it doesn't matter how much fancy equipment you throw at it. Yeah. You could mess up a shoot. You could really, (laughs) I, I won't mention any names, but one of my friends told me that, uh, actually a few of them had shot with a particular, um, photographer and it was a three hour shoot with three models and not one of those pictures was focused and usable Mm. so all of the models were pissed because part of the reason that they they do the photo shoot sometimes it's for content exchange Mm -hmm. so nobody's making any money it's they're making the money off of the content you know so right uh, yeah uh, hey, so one more thing before we go, because I know we're we're going kind of long here, but um, so you've had your page, your original page for years now, right? Like you haven't been shut down? No. And we're going to knock on wood? So this is, yeah, <laughs> Soul <laughs> underscore Dynasty 904 has been you since 2014, you're saying? Yes, 2014, I believe. Yeah, since I am now officially gone, I think you now hold the record for the uh, longest lasting single page in the Instagram. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) He's an OG for sure. Um, Yeah. And then, um, but also, um, one of the things that I remember seeing a lot of in the, like a few years ago on your page was that you were like, you stopped tagging your models because people in the foot community were harassing them if i remember correctly well um this was when so what i would do is uh when i used to do photo shoots um some time ago i would ask them hey do you want to be tagged or do you want to remain anonymous and i let them know the, the also let them know the cons of being tagged and the possibilities right some of them might feel like oh no uh, that's okay i don't want to be tagged and someone's like you know what i wouldn't mind having a lot more followers you know and that proves like you can't just do anything just to try to get your numbers up because there's consequences but i tell them like look are you sure you want to be tagged they're like yeah i'm like all right next thing you know they're dming me 
all pissed. You know, oh, this guy said this. This guy showed me his his, his mangina and this that. <laughs> Told you, like, oh, come on, it, it doesn't. I, we all know it. Three minutes before we went on the air, I was just checking to see if I had a message on Instagram, and I had a video of a guy masturbating. It happens. Yeah. So, so after that, I I started suggesting, like, if you want to get be tagged or interact with these uh the people of this community, create a separate page that has nothing to do with your regular page that has. Your friends, family, right, and things like that, because people will. So one thing I found out: these guys will be all on your personal page, going all through your list like, to see what kind of females you have on your page. Randomly them and them. Fucking detectives! They're like private detectives. These guys, they will look. Yeah, except at they're creepy as fuck. They will look yeah. at your background. Don't get me wrong; there are women like that too. Top shows. You and I know a couple of those. Oh yeah, we do. Um, they will like they were like zoom in to the background and be like, oh, that's that fucking hot dog stand on the corner of blah blah blah. You know, I mean, really. And then what they'll do? So, so when I started my page, um, I had been like kind of engaging in the foot community a little bit out of my personal page, not realizing how bad it would be. Like my numbers grew super crazy from like within a week or two. So. Um, what happened is there was a, a guy that figured out who my sister was and then, and then was in her, and then was DMing her, my, my little sister. I mean, she is not underage or anything, but she was, he was like in her inbox trying to get with her because he assumed that we had similar feet and it took a while for her, it took a few weeks for her to realize that this was a foot guy. And I was like like holy fuck like this guy went through all of my stuff figured out like wh who was my family member because she looked like me and then messaged her and it was just creepy as fuck because attached to my sister is also her business and, and her business address and location phone number and all of that it was creepy as fuck so I had to shut down my personal page restart a personal page and then start uh, an Instagram like foot page because of that so so yeah, so wanting to be popular, you have to be careful with what popularity, online popularity brings you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no numbers I've don't had, bring you. I've had a few instances where some guys have done that and now to this day, because of that, the female doesn't want to do any type of foot photos ever. So yeah, they've messed up some uh things I've had going on. So that's why I stopped tagging the regular pages. Guys get pissed. Oh, you never tag them all. You, you know, trying to tell me how to run my that's page. That's their like, choice. That's like, their choice and your choice. Right. It's I tell them what you do. Right. I tell them you start your own page. You get your own camera. You get your own models. And you can run your page how you run and run your page. Don't <laughs> try to tell me how to run mine. You know, that's one thing they're good for. Trying to tell you how to, what to do. I'm like, it was no donations or anything. You know what okay. I mean? So you get well, like you should take a you should take a picture like this. You should take pictures of blah 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 blah. You should take pictures of yeah. Well, I like when it comes down to it. I think what Soul needs Soul Dynasty needs to be doing is keep doing what he's doing because in every Absolutely. way he's doing it the right way. Absolutely. Uh, you know? every and you know, um, even with uh, I will say this uh, one person I get asked about all the time is a Japanese model that I work with, which is my main model. Um, she actually had a page before, but it was for a short time. But what happened was um, all she would get is DMs about guys like begging for her phone number, you know, showing her, you know, little man pics, videos, and all that good stuff. So the page is gone. So there will be no more page. That's just it. unfortunate. Yeah. Just ruin it for the rest of them, you know? Yeah, yep. they do. Well, we appreciate all the time you've given us today talking no to you. We appreciate that you're uh, doing everything so well. Just flat appreciate your art and your, your attitude and your reputation. And um, we thank you so yeah. much for being here with us. Uh, all yeah, the, thank you, thank all, you all so the much for reading. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> All the pages we discussed will be on the show links at the uh, new mm-hmm. Um Thank you, as always, to all of our listeners. Uh, we do this for you. Now nah, we do this for us, but we also we enjoy the new life. <laughs> hey, no, Soul Dynasty, thank you so much. I know that you, you know, you you have a busy uh, work and life schedule. So thank you so much for, for taking the time and for sharing your talent with us, really. I appreciate so, that. You can have me anytime. You know, I actually had fun. It was a great experience. Um, it's a little nervous beforehand, but I mean, you guys. Uh, I, your first because, time is always nerve wracking. Your first time at anything <laughs> is always nerve wracking. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So we try not to make a big deal about it. So, we are so not enjoying it. So. Yeah, but, oh. you're, but you're awesome. So, um, thanks so much for being such a great asset to the community. Thanks right, so much. Thanks. Thanks to everyone who's listening this whole time. And. To those of you who have mastered in your voices this whole time, you're welcome. Ah. Very welcome. <laughs> <laughs>